Deep in the forest, beneath overgrown moss and ivy, hidden away, lies the living library. It's alive! Hello? I'm sorry, this library isn't open to the public. And especially not to kids who pick their noses and then flick through the pages of my beautiful books with their gooey little fingers. What's that? You have a library card? Ugh, fine. I really should put a gagging spell from my big book of magic on all the annoying little shrimps who visit us so they don't tell their big-eared friends. Look at the muddy footprints from our last visitor. Oh, wait, that's a paw print. Must be from the werewolf who lives on the third floor. It's not a full moon yet, Fluffball. Go back to bed. All right. <sighs> well, if you've searched out this particular branch, you know that we're filled with books on the strange and supernatural in Ireland. The wicked kings and queens, the nymphs and pixies. Every single unusual event in the history of this country is captured on these shelves. As sure as my mother called me Dusty Covers, we have them all. <laughs> Excuse me, are you laughing at my name? So, what kind of story do you seek? In the flooded basement, we keep the waterproof books about giant fish. And on the high shelves over the door are true stories about headless phantoms. You'd need to be really tall to look at them, though. <laughs> Why the sad face? Is it because you're self-conscious about being so small? I mean, how old is this kid, too? Well, I can tell you some very little people have managed to cause quite a lot of trouble, despite their size. Let me guess. You're from... Derry. I knew it! I have just the book for you. Follow me over to the tower here. Try not to touch the walls. The blood is... I mean, the red paint is still wet. <laughs> Prepare your ears, little one, as I tell you all about Avertak, Ireland's first vampire. Eighteen ninety-seven. A novel by Irishman Bram Stoker is released about a blood-sucking nobleman in Transylvania, Count Dracula. You've probably never heard of me, so just loosen your collar a little. No reason. Over the years, the story of a creature who had to drink the blood of humans to stay alive became famous across the world. Plays, films, books, games, comics, all telling the story of Dracula the Vampire. What? Dracula a vampire? Silly. Just open your window and invite me in, please. Yes, everyone has heard of Dracula. Oh, whatever. So where did the inspiration for such a dreaded creature come from? It's a common belief that the character was based on Prince Vlad III of Wallachia. Born in 1437 in Romania, the prince was well known for sticking his enemies on spikes. Again and again. This is how he got his nickname, Vlad the Impaler. 
Vlad's father's name was Drac. Proud of you, son. And Dracula simply means son of Drac. Thanks, dad. And Romania is, of course, where Transylvania is located. So that was the inspiration for Dracula. Case closed. Not so fast, speedy britches. But that's not necessarily true. There are a few other possibilities, including a medical condition called porporia. People who have porporia have very pale skin, are sensitive to sunlight, excuse me, couldn't pull those curtains closed, could you? And their gums shrink, making their teeth look sharper. Perhaps Bram knew someone with porporia. He's closed. But we know old Brammy Pants was fond of the old fairy tales his mother used to tell him, so perhaps the most likely was the tale of Avertak, Ireland's first vampire. We go back now to ancient times to visit the little town of Sladoverti in Derry. I think we need to change the music. That's more like it. As you can hear from the music, Sladoverti was not a happy place. It was ruled over by Avertak, a very small man who made up for his size with his huge temper. Now, while in ancient times, warriors and leaders would have been made up of people who were almost giants, Avertak had a few tricks up his sleeve. Literally. He had learned magic from the druids and was now a powerful sorcerer. Following a battle, Avertak was slain and buried in a field. But the very next day, he was back. And this time, his eyes glowed green and he gave off a foul smell. P.U. I thought he was bad the first time. He was one of the Nave Marv, the walking dead. But he wasn't just a zombie, because he would go door to door in the village and demand the villagers gave him a bowl of their blood. Blood, please. Oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, my mum and dad aren't in, and uh, <clears throat> I... I can't open the door to strangers. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Aha! Every time they tried to do away with the mini vampire, he just kept coming back. So under advice from a holy man, they impaled him with a stake made from a yew tree. Hey, that's my thing. Dug a hole beside the tree, buried him upside down and put a large rock on top. And there he waits to this day, still alive, waiting for someone to lift the rock so he can have a drink of their blood. So there you have it. Just because you're small doesn't mean you can't be powerful. Hey, where did you get that shovel? You're not intending to lift any rocks, are you? I think it's time for you to go home. Oh, and just in case you were going to tell some of your little friends to pay us a visit... Remember, this library isn't for kids. 